What's up, everyone? Welcome to the Frequency Podcast. I'm your host, Frankie J. Lopez. Hope you're all doing well. Before we get into it, please follow the podcast page, allow for notifications, and rate the podcast. Also, follow me on social media at Frequency Podcast Network. We're on Instagram and TikTok. Consistent content, including a few album reviews that don't make the podcast. Welcome to this episode of the Music Roundup, where I bring up an opine on the latest news in music from the last month or so. To start off, I'd like to go over what I've been bumping lately. First, the new Smino album, Love for Rent. On this album, Smino masters that melodic alt-hip-hop perfectly. Great hooks, smooth verses, and fantastic features. A must-listen for hip-hop fans. We also got Gene Dawson's Chaos Now. Gene's unique blend of genres is back, and check this one out if you want some indie rock mixed with some hip-hop. Really intriguing themes of his mental health, his drug usage, facing his demons, and more. And lastly, for pop fans out there, Carly Rae Jepsen's The Loneliest Time, one of the best pop releases of the year. Carly once again digging into her bag of dance pop. Start off with the topics. Rest in peace to take off. Real name, Kersnick Kari Ball. One third of the legendary rap group, The Migos. Takeoff passed away at age 28 in Houston. And I don't want to get into the details of his death because I just think that's corny. If you want to know more about it, just go read on it yourself. Essentially, it was an altercation that ended in the unnecessary death of a man. And it's been said too many times, but rappers die way too young. And usually because of these ego-filled disputes that never really had to happen. Takeoff was a core member of the Migos. Quavo, his uncle, and Offset, his cousin, were both members as well. A group known for spearheading a new sound for hip-hop trap music out of Atlanta. Again, if you want to read the details on this, please go ahead and do so. I'd rather not shine light on the negative and just say thoughts and prayers out to his family for real. Moving on to a little bit more drama, Drake and 21 Savage recently released their anticipated project Her Loss on November 4th. The project is surrounded by a ton of controversy. I mean, Drake dissed Serena Williams' husband, subliminal shots at Ice Spice, Kanye, Dram, but the most publicized of all these shots and the one most noteworthy of discussing is Meg Thee Stallion. On the track Circo Loco, which side note has an absolutely corny Daft Punk sample, I don't care what anyone says, Drake says, and I quote, this bitch lie about getting shots, but still a stallion. Quite obviously alluding to Megan Thee Stallion's alleged shooting incident with Tory Lanez, which happened in 2020 when Meg claims that Lanez shot her in the foot. Now with the trial pushed until December, we'll have to wait a bit to hear how that scenario ends. But until then, I do think it's incredibly tasteless for Drake to pretty much joke about such a sensitive subject, especially given there's no real reason to believe that she's lying here. I mean, first and foremost, you should take her word for it. We should always be siding with the victim, but there's also pretty damning video evidence. Meg did respond on Twitter, and I'm paraphrasing, but essentially she's expressing her frustrations that these rappers never really mention her by name, instead using her for clout with these subliminal messages. And she's especially angry that Drake had the audacity to joke about a woman being shot at all. And you know, I already reviewed this album. I gave it a positive score. But regardless of my feelings on the album itself, I think it is childish and a really bad look on Drake to be calling out Meg in this fashion, and does say a lot about how men and hip-hop treat women. Next up, let's move on to something that somehow is even worse, Kanye West. Back at it again. Seems like the last straw has been hit for a lot of people with this one on the Kanye train. After a few weeks of fuckery, wearing a White Lives Matter shirt during fashion week, saying Diddy was controlled by Jewish people, weird ass tweets claiming he can't be anti-Semitic because he's black, all of this led to Kanye's appearance on the Drink Champs podcast, where he made several anti-Semitic comments, claiming Jewish people owned the black voice, and spreading false information about George Floyd, saying that he actually died of fentanyl, even though that is like egregiously not true. And also going as far as to saying outlandish things like Adidas can't drop him if he says anti-Semitic things. Aftermath of that has not been pretty. Floyd's family suing him for over $250 million. Balenciaga dropped him as a partner. Adidas dropped him as a partner. 
Gap and Foot Locker pulled his products from stores. Multiple athletes, including the Celtics' Jalen Brown and the Rams' Aaron Donald, parted ways with Donda Sports, Kanye's marketing agency. And Kanye's ultimately lost his billionaire status, and rightfully so. And as much as I was a fan of Kanye, the man is a huge reason as to why I love hip-hop music so much. There genuinely is no place for hate speech, and I can't support or align myself with that. I'm going to continue to impartially be reviewing albums as they come out, but it has gotten to the point where I have a hard time listening to his music on my free time, even the stuff that came out before all of this happened. And if we're keeping it real, he probably should have been pulled from his partnerships with his slavery was a choice comment. Now that's the topic of a bigger conversation, but clearly society is more forgiving of slander against black Americans versus other ethnic groups. I'm disappointed and genuinely saddened. Although we're at a point where I do dislike Kanye and kind of tired of his shit, I do hope he gets the help that he needs. And lastly, this Taylor Swift vinyl drama. So Taylor Swift's recently released album Midnight's dropped on October 21st, broke many records thus far. Taylor's the first artist to occupy the entire top 10 of the Billboard Hot 100. It's her 11th number one album. And with the release of this album, Taylor's putting out four exclusive vinyl records. And collecting all four different color schemes creates some large image. It's all essentially the same album, just different color schemes for the vinyl itself. The issue here is, because of the additional production of these vinyl records, lots of independent artists are now facing delays of a year or more, accusing folks like Taylor for this delay. And other artists have faced similar criticisms, like Adele, for example. And the reason these larger artists are able to do it is because major labels do have the privilege of booking these vinyl pressings in advance. And along with manufacturing shortages, it's making it increasingly difficult for independent artists to get their work out there pressed on vinyl. But the real issue is that these labels who have enough money to open plants themselves, which they did have before they ended up closing down back when vinyls weren't selling as much, these labels are taking up a bunch of slots that could and should go to independent artists who don't have similar access. And I don't think necessarily any major artist, including Taylor Swift, is to blame for this. But I think labels who have the capabilities to stop this from happening should put in that effort to do so. And honestly, if vinyl record sales continue to grow, it may be more advantageous for record labels to do this anyways. Open up your own vinyl factories. You get to control the timelines, and also you get to reduce the cost in the long run. Investing in your own vinyl plant solution versus paying these existing plants a ton of money just to expedite some orders. In that world, everybody wins. You get your own operations as a major label. Your artists get to release whatever the fuck they want. And these independent artists get slots to release what they want too. I think that's something that we're going to start to see shifting relatively soon. But for now, we got a lot of angry independent artists. And Taylor Swift just so happens to be the scapegoat. But yep, those are the topics for today. DM me on social media and let me know your thoughts. Also, let me know what you'd like me to talk about next month. Until then, I will see y'all later.